At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of August. Fair usage policy applies. Hello and welcome to another episode of Glass of Wine. The podcast where we drink some wine and then we complain about all the things that have annoyed us this week. Or maybe before this week. Maybe we're anticipating being annoyed in the future. Now that's some world-class annoyingness. I've been honing my skills for (laughs) decades, sir. I am Zane Seaweber. Clevannoyancing? What would you call that? I don't know what you tried to do there. Clairvoyant annoyance. Oh, mm, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> uh, with me are my wonderful co-hosts, Gina Schwartz, and a confused Andy Schossler. Apparently, well, look, it's fine. Uh, I'm. That's, that's what happens when you travel through time. You just it goes wibbly wobbly, and things stop making sense. What's with you in wibbly wobbly? What are you watching? I'm in a wibbly wobbly mood. No, okay, I've been. I've been listening to a lot of... Are you Doctor Who? No, I'm not the Doctor. Blink But that twice. is what the Doctor would yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to ask what his name is and if he says the Doctor. I actually have never seen Doctor Who, so what's your name? My name? Your name. It. I wish my name was Manfred. I would love to be called Manfred. I mean, but you what is your name? Sort of well, it doesn't seem right. I've got, I've got Andrew and that's... I have to own that. All right, well, Speaking let's have of a bet. names, <laughs> and I'll I'll bet you the right to change your name to something. <laughs> Speaking Actually, of names, I should say that we have a guest. Hello. You should say, or I should say. <laughs> well, I was gonna. Someone's s- gotta say it. <laughs> I, I'm just relishing. I'm just relishing all this time where he can't talk. What's your name? Very politely. <laughs> My name. My name is Old oh, Maddie. I'll, I'll be, I have, I have it's within my power. Also, another thing about names. It bloody irks me that it's 2019 and fucking people are still going, oh, when they get married, I can't wait to see the wedding of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, go fuck yourselves. It's tradition. It's ownership. It's tradition. Yeah. Slavery tradition. was tradition once. Yeah, <laughs> and don't it worry, was. Gina. Like like <laughs> so many other traditions, they die away. Yeah, I'm and hoping people die away. Yeah, well, look, the boomers are going slowly. Gen X now officially out, outnumbers them in Australia. Ironically, they won't go with a boom, but a whimper. <laughs> well, well, we'll wait. Not and if see. you're me. <laughs> people, are, people are naturally very shy and boring, and a lot of what's said between people is just to fill that dead space. Wait, so, what you know, are you when, talking about? No, no, no. About? So, so like the instance when, when, when somebody says, oh, I can't wait for, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Though all those stupid things that we say that 
don't really matter. It wouldn't matter if nobody said it. It doesn't really matter that anybody said it at all. All that is just done to fill space because none of us feel like no. But we it can annoys me important. that women are still taking men's names. Sure. Well, okay. It annoys me that men still exist. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, annoys me as well. Here we are. We're no, not. We're not I'm robots yet. <laughs> well, one of us is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Once again, we're joined at the table to talk about wine and then wine about talking, probably. Maybe. Well, apparently, none of, us, none, of, none of us say anything important, so we can whine about talking. Oh, no, I no, don't no, know no. about you, old Maddie <laughs> Butler. ceremony is what Andy was getting at there. Oh, true, true, like true. Ceremony <laughs> is usually just tradition and it's just there to have something and make something feel important. Yeah. I thought he was just referring to the endless prattle of humanity. That oh, no, too. There is that too. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of just filler mm. that seems very natural. It's very cultural. It doesn't actually matter, but we do it because we feel like that's what we have to do. But not uh, this podcast. <laughs> no, we're very specific here. Correct. We don't ramble at all. <laughs> we are sponsored once again by Good Pair Days. Good Pair Days. And we're drinking a Shiraz. Shiraz this evening, and it is from South Africa. From the Western Cape. Just like us. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually been to Africa. I was actually, hoping that I would find a funny way to put that together, but there was nothing. I thought you were tying to my quip about slavery, which just hung <laughs> in the air. <laughs> no! I tried to let it die, Matthew. Well, so did a lot of people. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of South Africa, just quickly, I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, the interview uh, that he did with um, Eddie Izzard. Recently, mm. not a fan of Joe Rogan. Doesn't matter. That's yep. Uh, Eddie Izzard. That's another story. <laughs> Eddie Izzard for did... another. T- oh, can I get to my Eddie Izzard story, <laughs> no, please? You cannot. Gina must sing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to learn this. I'm I'm quite a fan of his comedy. I was surprised to learn this that in 2016 he did uh, the marathons in honor of Nelson Mandela being in prison for 27 years. Mm. Right where it was 27 marathons in 27 days. Yeah, mm. a, a marathon every day for 27 That's days. Like Jules Verne running. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just insane. I, I, I didn't know he did that. Who would commit to doing that? Who could commit to doing that? I mean, that? he's That's an interesting person. He kind of gets an idea in his head and just yeah. kind of goes full focused at it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not surprised that he's done something that extreme. Um, I was just surprised to learn that. Yeah. yeah. And also a, a few of the details. You know about what that sounds like? <clears throat> Eating disorder. <laughs> I said it. We're all maybe, thinking it. Maybe Would it you? is. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been pretty open with his whole mental health thing. Everything, yeah. So um, I, I would be surprised if he, if he had an eating disorder and it hadn't been discussed. But... Have we had a sip of the wine? What do you think? I'll tell you. I should probably do that. It's good. It's very smoky. I like it. I like it. I would drink this even if you didn't pay me to. It smells like it's going to be very heavy. It's not. It's not? It's actually quite light, yes. Yeah. I think two glasses of wine of this in front of the log fire and I'd be gone. Actually, that is Much like the wind. This is oh, the camping nice. wine for me. <laughs> That's very it's smooth. It's a what wine? A camping wine. Yes. This is a wilderness wine, I think. Yeah, campfire or, yeah, something. Camping with friends or more walled in, like, by a lake, by yourself in a little cabin 
kind of camping. No, I think this is a is a, a, a round of fire with friends sort of wine. Lovely. Yeah. I'm swelling this while watching Bond demi- at, at meet his demise in one of my elaborate traps that he's quickly going to escape out of once I pour an ex- another glass. Because <laughs> you're too distracted by the flavour. It's so flavourful. See, I, and I've by your own brilliance. <laughs> of course. I've always pictured you as uh, more of a, a whiskey kind of villain. Oh, I definitely am, but I'm forced to drink a glass of wine this evening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe we should set up a rival podcast, Glass of Whiskey. Oh, I will. And I can dry heave every episode. <laughs> I mean, and then we'll have glass of tequila. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be a much shorter podcast, <laughs> but a lot funner. Yeah, like the McDonald's of podcasts. It's fast food podcasting. I love it. <laughs> if you Franchise. enjoy the sound of vomit. Also, I went to see a show the other day, and after the show, it was there last night, and a friend who was performing in the show, he was like. Hey, we're going to go take shots. You in? And I said yes. And I, I'm i not... Regretted it? I'm not young. Take Anymore. shots at what? Like target shooting or rabbit shooting? Oh. Tequila. Yeah. That's very and he was like, second one? I was like, no. Tequila is an ugly shot in any sense of the word. It's an ugly shot. It is yeah. an ugly shot. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. Anyway, back to the wine. <laughs> uh, what are Actually, we... I've, oh. I've rarely had a good Shiraz. Normally, they're either very harsh, I, I find them very harsh, or very watery. And this one seems to bridge the gap between the two. It's not too harsh, it's not too watery mm. either. Mm. Yeah. I'm the same. What, bef- historically, when I have Shirazes, I always feel like I'm drinking hair. I don't yeah. know why, that's yeah. what I associate with it. Because yeah. it's very dry. Yeah, yeah. I but think it, it, it leaves a dry feeling on your tongue. I like a good Pinot Noir, which is also a, like a dry mm. wine. But Shiraz just overdid it to a point when, like, not joking or... Hyperbole. I literally associate drinking hair with Shiraz. And How many times have you drunk hair? <laughs> Look, you've had hair all, in your mouth, right? You've got to. We all do things in our youth. Some <laughs> yeah. of us take tequila shots. Some of us drink hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've had hair in my mouth, but I wouldn't describe myself as drinking it. You can imagine it though. I can, not, imagine yeah. it, I can imagine spitting it out. So you never had a barber with a blender on the corner? <laughs> Did he barb with the blender? Sometimes he was a bit experimental. Mm, I, think we, I think we're digressing <laughs> even further from the point. <laughs> Let's play one of our games. Would you like to guess the vintage or would you like to guess the food pairing? Oh, I think the food pairing. Okay. Mm. Andy, what would you pair with this? I want a steak with this. Okay. Some beef, some red meat, something very... Or a stew, something very hearty and fatty. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I had today, which was... Just the sprinkle on top of a shit sandwich. <laughs> is that is, is that not what a you delicious ate? word sandwich? Is that what you ate? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying today just was a shit sandwich. But there was day. but there was sprinkles on it. Oh, I see. You feel? I, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You meant so to the flush. sprinkle. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the sprinkle on top of today was eating Silverside. Ooh. Oh. So I think Silverside with some roast. Potatoes. Okay, so like hot silver side, not. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. So the, so the sprinkles good. It's not like insult to injury. Like no, like you've okay. got a shit sandwich, but someone's put something nice on top. So you're like, oh, it's not all shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to eat it all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you got to eat it. At least it's not entirely poison. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, old Manny? I think 
I would have some bolognese, like a really mm. kind of pungent bolognese. Okay. Yeah. Like when mm. you say pungent, do you mean <laughs> oregano, garlic, or tomato? Well, my mum used to literally put red wine in her bolognese kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. So I would just have her overdo it there too. Okay, so just, so just, <laughs> just I would more drink this, this wine with more wine. Yeah, okay. but mixed with mince and pasta. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say Andy's probably the most correct. But if we take your bolognese story for just general pungent Italian, mm-hmm. then old matter, you're not too far either. Yes. So what pizza, about roast vegetables? Pizza... Mm. Barbecue, yeah. Game, mm. or Mediterranean vegetables. Well, I said vegetables. You did say vegetables. <laughs> I'm sorry, game. Yeah, because so like man is the most dangerous game. Don't eat man, Matthew. I <laughs> too. I shouldn't have to tell you as often as I do. Just have some pork. Mm. It's yeah. the same thing. Ugh. Pork on your fork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a weird episode. So let's let's. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, have you got something to complain about? (laughs) Well, in the theme of last week's episode about honesty and also in the theme of my last appearance, which was about pseudo-intellectualism, this is about kind of self-imposed pseudo-intellectualism about our appearances. Like, I recently um, looked at an author page and this author in their bio had a bunch of influences, and a lot of their influences, and I say this without any criticism, this is merely an observation, a lot of their influences were young adult authors. Mm -hmm. Now, young adult literature is a perfectly valid genre. It's very crisp, kind of to the point plot and character writing. But this person felt the need to add classical literature as part of their um, influences, like kind of after all of their, what I would assume is their real influence. And including that was my boy Hemingway. And they, of course, your boy exclusively, of course. No one else has ever enjoyed Hemingway. <laughs> That's right. Work. There is there is no cult of personality <laughs> surrounding my favorite author, Ernest <laughs> Hemingway. Um, but they spelt my boy Hemingway with two M's. Now, oh my now this is a common typo. I believe it's been on this podcast. But this podcast isn't claiming that Ernest Hemingway <laughs> is one of its core influences. No, and, under no circumstances. And I've, I've never heard of him before. You've never heard of him? No, of course I have. <laughs> You've spoken about him in that chair on this podcast. But we're all drunk. Anyway. <laughs> um, he loved to Spanish tomatoes. Indeed. And I've been to um, like um, bars where the cocktail is like the Hemingway daiquiri okay. and they spell it with two M's. No problem with that. Like, I mean, I complain to that bar, obviously. Is there some problem with that? Is there a Hemingway branded scotch? I don't know about a scotch. Like, there's a brewery in the north of Queensland called the Hemingway Brewery that they just named after him right. for no reason. And he invented several drinks like the Hemingway Daiquiri, but there's okay. no scotch name, like, dedicated I, to him. I, yeah, I just, that I know for of. some reason, I've got this picture of a label, a, hum- a brown label with, with two M's, Hemingway with two M's. Mm, maybe. Humphrey, maybe I'm just confusing. Maybe things, a yeah. Scottish Isle, like Glen Fittich or Glem Fittich. Um, Possibly. Humphrey Bogart has a whiskey brand, but I digress. <laughs> yes, okay. What's, yes, go. I like alcohol, Gina. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so, but this person felt the need to chuck in Hemingway with the, with the typo. Sure. Clearly not actually being influenced by Ernest Hemingway. And Rookie there were several think? other classic like authors in that. And I've seen this all the time in other instances where people will talk about a book as if they've read it then I'll having mm. read that book and being not not intentionally but I'll ask them about the book because I never get to talk literature with people and then they quickly fess up oh I actually haven't read it 
I'm just wondering <laughs> why people feel the need to kind of not own what they actually like and mm. kind of put forward this fake intellectual version of themselves without, you know, being able to back that up. Like Insecurity. I, yeah, yeah. May I take a little bit of ownership of this problem and say that there have been any number of people that I have given the advice, fake it till you make it. Yes. I understand that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I also think for me, I I know that I'm smart, but I know that I don't know a lot of things that other people know. So when I say I don't know about something that seems very obvious, people automatically go, oh, fuck, Gina's not the full quid. It's like not necessarily. I know a lot of things that other people don't know, but I'm not going to. Like how to deal with curly hair. Like how to deal with curly hair and such and so forth. And I'd like that's I know that's how we are all raised. We all mm. raised differently, therefore yeah. we learn differently. Mm. Just because I don't know X, Y, and Z doesn't mean I don't know A, B, and C. Absolutely. It and can vice be a, versa. It can be a fun game to play to The ABCs? No, no, no. Just when somebody's talking about something to oh yeah, I know about that. And then <laughs> and then challenge yourself to improvise, you know. I feel like some, that's some sort of answer that would satisfy them into thinking, oh, yes, he genuinely does know. No, but this is another thing, subplot to this plot. As an actor at work, one of my colleagues asked me, do you act in real life to, to, advantage, uh, to um, ad- like, uh, advantage yourself? What's that saying? The- to just... I don't to know. To advantage yourself? To, <laughs> to take the yourself? high ground? Yeah, yeah, or whatever. And I was like, that's yes, not acting, like, that's like, you, lying. No, that's uh-huh. acting. Huh? It's definitely acting. I mean... I do it all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? When, when you... Lying is, is really disadvantaging someone else, but I act like I'm having a good day when I'm dealing with service people because I don't want to put my bad day on that. No, it's mm. not about that. That, I think, is a different thing. What my colleague meant was, do you, for instance, if you have a significant other, do you uh, act upset to get your way? Ah, or would you, do would you, you fake crying? Yeah, or right. do yeah. you lie to get a better seat on the plane or something? Which is deceit. Yeah, which is, the, that's what he was asking. I said, no, that's not acting, that's lying, and I don't like lying, and I'm actually a horrible liar because I feel guilty about it. But mm. acting is lying. But you're not really the person you're It's the circumstance that you're in. But you're also not hurting anyone by exactly. doing it. When, when you're acting, like especially professionally, people are aware that you're acting. So you're not actively deceiving them saying, I am this other thing, you know, I am a pirate on the high seas. Let they me, know you're not a pirate <laughs> on me, the high seas. Let me, let me give you two pop culture references. The, the idea of lying in Galaxy Quest... <gasps> Whereas oh, they've, yeah. they've acted <laughs> yes. and a distant civilization has seen their acting and taken it as truth and then this whole hilarious thing unfolds because of that miscommunication. Whereas those people weren't actively hurting those people, they've just inadvertently hurt them and therefore acting became questionable. Yeah. Whereas if you do it the Ricky Gervais way in the invention of lying, oh, yeah. whereas the invention of lying is specifically to take advantage of, of. other people's trust. But then he yeah. begins to do it in order to, you know, he makes up 
heaven, for example. To yeah, me. absolutely. It, it, it <laughs> well, well, Andy, that's that's an interesting an interesting uh, point that you bring up. That perhaps <laughs> uh, the church is good after all, and should not be questioned for any of their actions in the past. What, what on earth did you read that from? <laughs> oh, didn't you say those exact words? <laughs> Someone <laughs> throw a Andy lie. a rope. <laughs> <laughs> but an amusing lie, nonetheless, for everyone except you. Very amusing. <laughs> But to come around full circle, I think people do it out of insecurity. For instance, I will not sometimes admit that I don't know a thing because I would rather just nod my head than have people pity me. Oh, for sure. And there there are times when, frankly, I'm not interested in having something explained to me. Exactly. You're like, I don't care. So I I wouldn't say that I'm pretending to know what they're talking about, but I wouldn't say that I don't know. But at the same time... Like, I like what I like. And this goes back to something, I think, when Tom Harris was on the show, he was talking about don't judge other people about what they like. Don't judge yourself about what you like. You know, if you like stuff, own it. If you like young adult literature and that's what you read, own that. Mm. Like, I own being a snob. I am an unapologetic (laughs) snob because I... What are you a snob about? Hemingway. Literature. Oh, okay, right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Nothing from this century. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Are any of you embarrassed about liking something i think i was before oh i'm a like asmr i don't tell everyone that i like asmr asmr is my meditation i fucking hate meditation (laughs) i swear to god if meditation was a person i'd fucking shoot it but asmr is the only thing that will make me relax okay so yeah and that's a bit weird telling people that you like the sound of other people's soft voices I mean, but fuck it. People, people are <laughs> Is that the point? Is do you want to have sex with it? No. No, that's and that's But so ASMR why isn't about sex. No, but that's what I mean. Like why are you embarrassed about Because it's not the norm and it's weird to say because meditation is the norm. Mm. It's it's fine for someone to speak softly in your ear and to clear your mind, but it's weird for someone to speak softly in your ear and pretend you're at a hairdresser. (laughs) Oh, I've definitely been judged for meditation. Have you? Yeah, absolutely. You get judged for everything. You judged me for liking meditation. (laughs) That's my hate meditation. (laughs) I don't. Oh, I guess. And that's my (laughs) argument. That's the norm. The norm is a lie. The no, norm. I was more surprised that you liked meditation. Right. You don't seem like a meditation type guy. I would be dead if it wasn't for really? meditation, Gina. Wow. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> I hate don't, it. I can't, when I can't sleep, I meditate. Wow. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I went through a phase, which I'm sure everybody goes through in their, in their teens, where I thought I needed to sound... Smart. cleverer than I was. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And, I, and, and there were things that I hadn't read, there were films that I hadn't seen that people, you know, when they talked about, and I'm sure they were also faking it as well, mm. uh, now in retrospect, that, you know, these things are classics and you and, and you should know about them. And Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course I've done that. Of course I, mean, I know about that. That describes the entirety of my... High school. <laughs> but the, my, that's the thing. My reaction was, well, I'm yeah. going to go out and consume yeah, them. So that's, I read my right. way through them. Yeah, I watched yeah. my way through the movies. Um, but And that is a good circumstance when faking it till you make it kind of what pays dividends because mm. you're kind of inspired by this kind of popular interest in certain things to pursue it and find yeah. out what it's all about. But when you're, say, a professional writer and you're listing your influences to people – Especially if people admire you, they're going to take yeah. your influences seriously. Don't lie about it. Yeah. 
But, okay, can, can you imagine... I don't know the situation mm. that this person is in. Mm. Can you imagine that maybe they have read a piece of Hemingway mm. and they liked it and so when they thought to put their influences down, they're just going to list everything that they've liked that is, in inverted commas, literature, including the novels that they've devoured and perhaps the stuff that they've read at school. Oh, Oh for sh- oh for sure like if they wanted to list all of their like the books that they've read in which case are you the mm. bad person for putting <laughs> putting this love this fakeness of love of Hemingway on them don't when you, they meant don't don't, <laughs> oh, don't, 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 suggest, you, don't suggest that a love of Hemingway can be weaponized in some way no 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 oh definitely can <laughs> I feel like <laughs> have you ever had a Guest walk out of the studio and then record. <laughs> Have you ever had a host walk out? <laughs> I've tried to, Matthew. I've tried. Um, what what you said before, Andy, about um, <laughs> don't try and make a love of Hen- Hemingway a weapon against something. I was like, well, if we're talking about the love of something being a weapon, have you heard of Jesus Christ? <laughs> um, anyway. Well, there are different motivations. Yeah. But I, I went through that phase when I, when I was a teen of thinking I needed to sound cleverer and I got to my mid-ish 20s and I realised, no, I... I'm perfectly happy with, or I'm prepared to, you know, say the things that I like, and if they're embarrassing, I'll I'll defend it in front of people, and to hell with it if they think I'm weird. Yeah. That's great. That I'm going to own that. That's going to be a part in of other my words, identity. You grew up. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what teens. That's yeah. what teens' brain chemistry and, does. They like put on all of these different people yeah. and see which one fits. Yeah, and that my kind of gripe I guess is is that when people have grown up or should have grown up mm. they're still having trouble mm. marrying who they want to be with who they actually are because yeah. they're not sure who they want to be development <laughs> but there's, hey. a lot of, there's a lot of pressure to, to, to be clever you know yeah. every, everybody wants to be a part of that club or, or you know have, ha, have that as a part of their identity and if they genuinely struggle to find the time to read or to understand it then you can you you can see how they would be conflicted in oh I I want this but I can't actually I but can't also, actually get it so I'll just so I'll just oh, lie, also, lie about it. You also have that Dunning Kruger effect, whereas ah quite so. So the the people yes, who of course I've read Hemingway that one poem that or he it did. Could yeah. just be the person the person has seen all these people that they want to be like list Hemingway and their influences and so they're like oh okay I must also like Hemingway I must also like Hemingway regardless of whether I've read them or not I Mm. will like it and so and they don't know any better than because they're misinterpreting what the actual influences mean right Mm. yeah so but but they should they should know better I mean (laughs) and and it goes back to what you said like if they have just read like one book and they liked it and they're just listing all of the books they read I would argue that's not an influence. They haven't like been taken by his prose, and it's like this has changed how I see the world. This has changed how I write. This has changed how I think. I there see, are many books that I've read that I don't count as influences. So, I am never the bad guy. Is the point so, here? So, are you taking a very literal interpretation of what an influence is when it's on an author's bio? Yes, and also generally because yes. Because I <laughs> would, I would, you know, say that what an influence means is that yeah, I've I've enjoyed their work and uh, sometimes I think about them in a particular context when I'm doing something mm. but I wouldn't extend it to you know to having to have changed your life in order to be an influence 
Well, it doesn't have to change like your entire life and on some grand scope. It could be just like one line that they said that just changes the course of okay. how you think every now and then. Okay. Because that's an influence. But if yeah, so it could just be one story that they read and they liked. <laughs> <laughs> they connected with and decided to put it in their little blurb. <laughs> I have been defeated. <laughs> I, uh, what, what, I, what what demon did you did you poke Zane with? Percy <laughs> brings this out. It's, me. it's just me. I think it's I think it's ever since I started calling myself all Maddie. <laughs> I also think that with the whole once you grow out of your, I'm not gonna pretend to like whatever and so forth. You also lose a lot of shit people in your life mm-hmm. because when okay. you go, oh hey, I like ASMR, and people go, oh my god, that's really weird. You're like, well, goodbye. <laughs> See, I've <laughs> always I've always taken that as a as an opportunity. Oh, do you actually know about it? Do you know what, yeah. it, what it is? Have you heard of Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> Have you, accepted Have you Jesus heard Christ? of my Lord <laughs> and my Savior? <laughs> Have you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart? Yeah. Well, there's a lot. No, really, of- I, I, when somebody says, you know, when I say I like this and they say I don't know much about that or that's that's kind of weird, I take that immediately as an opportunity to educate them about mm. it. Well, Dude, also, that's different than, than them showing immediate scorn, though. Yeah, yeah. For they're, sure. like, they're like, oh, ASMR, you weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then I would say, well, you know, do you, I would just launch straight into the speech, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you ever do had you know? your hair cut? I think also like if they're like what is ASMR I'm like okay the best way to tell because I know that there's apparently people don't always get ASMR I don't get it yeah it doesn't affect me at all yeah so there's two types of people in the world so my first thing is trying to figure out if they have ASMR or if they can get it if they don't well they're not going to like it Mm. so there's no point what is it? Is it just a very physical reaction to hearing? A I can't sound? actually remember what it is, but it's like auto sensory something response. It's, no, but, but, but it's a reflex in your brain so that when you hear a certain kind of sound, it triggers a uh, relaxing, a, a relaxing pleasure ah. center in your brain, and you get like a kind of a shiver down your spine, or, or just like a okay. relaxing of. Does of your wife muscles. ever like run her nails on your back? She never touches me, Gina. <laughs> what a great marriage. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the show too. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I, I completely get that. Yeah, you so, know that so feeling? Just, uh, yeah. So that's what you get sometimes from listening to certain things that people do. Okay. Yeah. okay. Which I, is, I can't say I've ever heard that. Yeah, exactly. So some people to are like... To be fair, it's, it's only a phenomenon that's been it's explored new. in the last decade or yeah. so. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is it particular sounds that set it off or is it very individual? There's, I mean, both. Yeah. There's mostly it's tapping and soft okay. whispering on okay. certain surface levels, but very quiet. Nothing loud. Loud isn't relaxing. Okay. It's usually a sound that sounds like it's near your ear. Yeah. So low frequency, soft sounds. Yeah. I get very relaxed when I'm looking at a fire. Is it that Similar. sort of thing? Okay. So you can get ASMR from looking at stuff as well. Mm. Okay. That lovely little crackle from the fire. Yeah, Ooh. that's, what's that's mm. actually infrasound. Ah. Yeah, so that's frequencies above and below what you can actually hear. Ah, um, so you, you're not conscious of it, but and yet it's... Yeah, so that's, okay. that's temples and cathedrals are actually designed so that the echoes um, come back as infrasound and they give you that kind of awestruck 
feeling oh, and you kind of they make you look up to see what's where where it's coming from because you can sense it in your body but you can't hear it in your ears that's some warm cuddly sound mm. well, yeah well, it's not always warm and cuddly like it can also be used in horror films and whatever to be kind of like where's that sound coming from if it's true oh you sort of from feel uneasy and you're not yeah. sure why oh. i i know a little bit about it because i use it in one third of life okay. i, I uh. put the the kind of relaxing infrasound through that podcast. Oh, I know because what you're doing. Relaxation podcast. Yeah. Thirty-seven yeah. minutes in, you splice it with some, <laughs> <laughs> some blood curdling. Yeah. <laughs> so I always <laughs> wondered, like, I just what is the number of listeners I have to have on that podcast oh, before it that becomes, explains the nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> before it becomes worth it to troll them at some right. point, just maybe the Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. Good podcast. <laughs> you would hate it because it's all about meditation. And well, relaxation. I actually don't mind it. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, you listen. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. Well, because oh. you're not telling me to clear my fucking mind. It's true. I'm not. That's you're just. Your, that's on you're you. talking <laughs> softly with music in the background. It's nice. So, does it trigger your ASMR? Sometimes, okay, not yeah. as much because you're not specifically trying to. I'm, I'm focusing on low frequencies, yeah. not high frequencies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just nice relaxing. This has just like. become a plug for anyway. one third of life at the moment. <laughs> so why don't we plug one uh, Delicious Words Sandwich before we go? Yes. Oh, Maddie, that's right. I'm your pal on Delicious Words Sandwich. If you want to be a Chiotti, come over to Delicious Words Sandwich. I talk books and convert those classic pieces of literature, because I'm a snob, into sandwiches that you can eat with your whole face. Because only, <laughs> only snobs eat sandwiches. Only snobs. (laughs) Well, of that size, you're talking about quadruple deckers here. It's true. This is steak featured heavily in the the early episodes. (laughs) Yes, enjoy how I have pretty decent literature knowledge and absolutely no culinary expertise whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mixing salami with peanut butter. (laughs) When I put snake meat on a sandwich, I knew I was off the map. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that will do us for this week Mm. so once again we are sponsored by good pair days so you can go on their website goodpairdays.com and take their palate quiz and they will suggest what wines you should be drinking uh the standard uh delivery is three wines a month but if you put in our code at checkout and our code is glass of wine with an h you will get 25 dollars off your first order and if you use that to add in a fourth bottle you get delivery for free for free for free you're gaming the system please do so at your leisure so I have been Zancy Weber here with I have been Gina Schwartz and <laughs> Andy Schosser as well very much full-blooded and not robotic in any way yes look how, so am I <laughs> look how smooth my emotion is <laughs> hanging on to the past Andy robots <laughs> of the future and once again oh Maddie, that's right not a lizard man <laughs> In case well, you were wondering That's exactly what a lizard man would say No <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be back same time next week Until then, farewell everyone Bye, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey James Yo 
What's better than a rotating cast of hosts? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the obscure sport ferret legging where people put ferrets down their pants. Or Graham, the 52 hertz whale, the loneliest whale in the world. How about everyone's favourite Christian radio program, Ranger Bill? Oh, who the hell this? are you? Who the, what are you doing here? I came prepared with a 45-minute lecture on international humanitarian okay, law. Where do people keep coming All from? these people are, oh, you know... Where? Uh, we host now. Yeah, oh, we're, we're, oh. we're the new hosts. Of what? Of unfeatured articles, everyone's favourite Wikipedia-based podcast where we dive into the depths of Wikipedia to find articles that aren't necessarily featured. Oh. Uh, check us out everywhere you check out podcasts. It's free. Podcasts are free. iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and other things. Love you. Thanks, kids. Bye. Forward. It's the one move we're all ready to take. And at the Audi Moving Forward sales event, we're ready to help you on that journey. All Audi dealerships are now open. With tailored solutions to suit your individual needs, like the Audi A6 Saloon, with PCP finance from only €499 per month. Now is the time to make an appointment. Now is the time to start moving forward. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Terms and conditions apply. Busy day ahead. Why not save time and shop online at supervalue.ie? Order before 12 noon and have your shopping delivered today. Let our expert pickers do the shopping for you and our helpful drivers deliver it when you get home. Download the Supervalue app now or shop online at supervalue.ie. 